As she looked into her past, she noticed that the road she had travelled was no simple straight line. Her journey toward fully healing herself and the world was full of forward and backward movements, twists, turns, detours and even some pauses. At times she doubted her progress, her potential and even her power to change, but today with the wisdom of experience at hand, she knows she could have not gotten to where she is without every movement she has ever made. Today's guest is Tyler Clark. She's a prime example of how you can turn your life around and not let your mistakes define you. She's an inspirational fitness professional who has won national awards in women's bodybuilding. You might have even seen her on the SES Who Dares Win show in 2021, where Tyler made it all the way to the final. She's been her own healer, hero and leader, and this is how she lives her life by her own design. Are you, without using your name, job title and family? Well, so that's a really good question and I really like the the start of that. And it's a question I find a lot of people really struggle to to answer because for me, I don't like to take one identity and I find it to be an ongoing process. Like who I am now is not who I might be in one, two years time because we're continuously growing as a person. Um, So I never like to label myself with just one label. Um, But if I had to describe myself, um, I actually quite like the the kind of alpha female traits. um, And that's not anything that is um, that that has bad traits. It's something that I find really empowering. Um, Things like being an obsessive learner, like I am obsessed with... Um, learning new things, working on my own self-development. I also like to be as strong as I can through difficult times um, and and the easier times as well. So that comes through working on my mindset. It's from working on my physical strength in the gym. Um, and, And I find that that really kind of, I like to have that about me. Um, I also like to inspire others. So I like to be true to myself and not come across as a fake person. Um, I I find a lot of um, things with social media especially can appear very fake and life just isn't like that. Um, So I just try and be as real as possible and inspire people through tough times um, and also the good times as well. Perfect. I love that. Um, but you're, you're very right. Like, I think that, you know, when people stop learning and they think they know it all, it's, it, you, you know, it, it's, you've never, you can never stop learning. You know, there's always something to learn. And even if you've got your own perspective on things, you should always listen to somebody else's perspective because it doesn't mean that you're right or it doesn't mean that they're right. You know, it's everybody's reality. It's everybody's decision on how they decide to see their life um and like you say if we continue to grow as people then you know that's that means we are living our life to our fullest and when you stop kind of growing and you stop trying to learn then to me then that's not living your life that's right I find criticism really really useful um I always like to listen to other people's opinions and then I can make my own judgment from that 
Um, I never see criticism as a bad thing. Um, it's something that we can have as, as feedback because in reality, it's just an opinion of somebody else. But we can use that and be like, right, is, is this useful? Are they seeing something that maybe I'm not? And then you've, you've got something to work with again. Yeah, yeah, totally. So Tyler, what are your daily non-negotiables? So I've got, I actually have quite a lot because I'm, I'm an athlete. I compete. There's, there's things there. I imagine you having a big list and taking it off as you go along. Yeah, no, you're right, Sarah, like I do, I have, so these things happen on a, a daily basis, but these are kind of put in place and, and they won't change. So things like staying on track with my nutrition, I've done that now for, for five years for so long that it's just more of a natural habit rather than a non-negotiable. Um, my water intake as well. Um, my sleep, I always try and stay consistent with my sleep. So ideally, I try and get seven to eight hours, which sometimes it doesn't always happen. I've got two boys, you know, they, they sometimes go to bed later, they're up through the night or Life just gets busy. So sometimes there is nights where it's four or five hours. Um, but then the next night, I'll, I'll, I'll try my best to make that up. But a non-negotiable for me, if I had to put it down to one, would be every single day, I will have one to two hours for myself. So that will be, it could be training. So that will be one to two hours at the gym where I'll shut, up, shut off from the world and actually focusing and tuning on myself. It might be on a day where I'm not training, I will study, I will research, I will look at things that interest me or make me happy. It might even be taking myself away to like a spa, having a massage or just getting out on the fells and just having no external distractions. Um, because I think that time is really needed, especially when life is so busy. We can fill our minds and they become so busy that we can't be creative. We can't um, keep progressing forwards and have the ability to help others because we, we our minds are too busy. So that one to two hours for me is non-negotiable. Yeah. No, totally. And I think like you say there, like we are all so busy. Like we if we wait until we're not busy, nothing will ever get done. And I think people will find that they'll be a hell of a lot more productive if they take that time out like you do every day, just have that moment to just soak everything in and just do things for yourself because people neglect themselves all the time for everything that's going on in their life because they think that they have to do that and they don't like they should you should be your number one priority um obviously if you've got kids it is a bit different but you should still have that time and prioritize some time for yourself um, yeah, so honestly, that, I, love that. I, I think with with kids I'm, I'm a mom I've got two boys I I need that time even more because if I don't have that time, I couldn't be the best mum that, that I could be to them. Yeah. Um, I want to be strong. I want to be healthy. Um, I want to be able to, to stay calm when, you know, they may be playing up. And without having that time to myself, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. And it's the same for, for my clients as well. Like, I need to have that time so that I can be the best coach for them. It helps me to come up with ideas it helps me to, to put new things in place that can improve like their level of service as well. So it's not just like a personal 
um, non-negotiable, but actually improves the lives of family, friends, um, and people that I work with. Yeah, definitely, definitely go for that one. So Tyler, what are your three core values? Core values would be number one, positivity. Um, that would be my staple um, core value because I find, now this is something that doesn't come naturally by the way, this has to be worked on on a daily basis. But if you just get into that mindset of um, getting into a positive mindset every day, the days will be much better. So if I can do my best to almost, it, it's it's quite difficult to explain, but I'll wipe out all of the negative emotions, things like self-doubt, stress, any kind of pressures that's been put on us through um, television or the news or pandemics. I'll, I'll push that away because a lot of the time it's out of our control anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'll do my best to, to set myself up and have a positive mindset for the day. Yes. Another core value is never to quit, um, which can be really difficult. But when you push through difficult times, you grow as a person and you really begin to, to figure out who you are. So it doesn't matter how difficult I find something or how much I don't want to do something. I will just keep chipping away at it every single day um, so that I don't quit on it and it actually does happen. For an example, I've recently just started putting in fasted cardio in, into my morning training. And the first two weeks of that, um, I'm literally dragging myself out of bed with so many thoughts going through, like, Tyler, come on, just another half an hour. You need this sleep. You need this rest. How warm is your bed? But I just kind of put it away. <laughs> um, and it's like, right, I, I, I can't give up on this. I've got this goal that I want to meet, and this is what I need to do to get to there. So it, it's, it's never to quit. That's another core value. Um, and my final one is to inspire others. Um, it's something that, that I just... I like to do um, it makes me feel good but having the ability to help others achieve their potentials and see other people doing good is something that that I really like to to see and be part of um, and it, it gets me up every morning so that that's my other core value yeah awesome Tyler definitely think that's a a good one like if if you're if you're inspiring people like that feeling you get when you get that message of somebody that you know that you've inspired, even just with if it's a post or a couple of words that you've said, or even a client, like you know yourself, that feeling that you get that that gives you that drive, that fire. Um, and yeah, it's absolutely amazing. And you are out there inspiring people because you are doing awesome. Um, you inspire me with some of your posts that you put out there, so awesome. You do too. I really like a lot of your posts. I like that one that you put on the other day, it was really good. Thank you. Mindset. It starts within the mindset, Sarah, does, doesn't it? It does. And this is why um, when I first started doing mine, I, like I used to say about the mind, the body and the soul, because it's not just about the body. And I think for me, my coaching is more about, it's all about, every, it's, it's about everything. I'm trying to get people to get in touch with their own soul, trying to get people to understand their own mindset. And obviously the body comes as well. So that's where I come from, the mind, the body and the soul, because it's all connected. And that's how we become um, the best version of ourselves. Yeah, you're so right. 
So three harsh truths that you live by. Yeah. I, I've actually written a couple of these down, Sarah, because there was there were so many, and I was like, I really want to concentrate on some good ones here. Yeah. Uh, so number one, you can't make everybody happy. Um, I see so many people being very unhappy in themselves because they're trying to please other people. And I think if you just reflect inside and and figure out what it is that that you want to do, what it is that you want to achieve, you have to go with that. There will be people that won't agree with what you're doing. And you'll also get a lot of comments that will try and pull you down. um, Like, oh, you, you can't do that. Or... You, you will never be able to do that. But I promise you, once you start to, to make progress towards whatever that is, it will happen. And you might, some people might go out of your circle. Um, when I went from the transition, I used to be like 10 years ago, I was the heart and soul of the party. I lived for the weekend. I was abusing drugs, alcohol, um, until I hit rock bottom and lost everything, then I had to do a, a kind of re-evaluation on my life um, because it was that bad. And I started making progress in, um, <laughs> very small progress in, in getting my life back together. And yeah. honestly, Sarah, I have none of those people around me now. Like I had to get rid of them all. Um, and I upset a, a lot of people. But I would never look back at that and think that that was a bad decision because the the group of people I have around me now, uh, are, you know, inspire me. Um, they're all on the same track as me, and they're just trying to to live a happy life, a healthy life, and be the best version of themselves. Yeah, and that's exactly who you want around you, isn't it? Um, and they do say you become the person that you are the, with the people you are around. Um, because everyone kind of influences everybody without even realising um, that you are so easily influenced by the people that you do spend your time with. Yeah, so, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Um, number two, personal success doesn't happen overnight. And if we look at personal success, that is different for everyone. It For some people, it can be very money orientated, which is absolutely fine. You know, some people are like that. Um, For some, it might be family orientated. Um, It it can vary so much. And the journey is not going to be easy. We we see these um, things again online. I know I keep coming back to that, but people become like a millionaire overnight and they go from from being no one to having a mansion and a Lamborghini and things like that. But just because you see that, it doesn't actually mean that they're happy. Like that person, a Lamborghini could have, um, like (laughs) could be all on a mortgage on with no money and actually his wife who he's got in the background might not even be his wife so never look at a picture and think like that that looks perfect to me because maybe it it isn't Mm -hmm. um but it doesn't happen overnight and if you have this big goal of um I don't know for example I I want to have my own house with a family if you make progress every single day to try and get to that then you will get to that at one point. Just don't give up on 
on getting there. Yeah. Yeah, things definitely take time, 100%. And like you say, um, don't always aim for what you see either because it's maybe not what you want. I always say to people, like, you know, aim for your values. Um, don't always aim for the money um, because money does not make you happy at all. And like you say, you generally find that these people that have all these big fancy things, they get to that point and they're not happy. Not Some of them probably are, but there's a lot of them out there that aren't. Um, and I think that that's because sometimes people go after the wrong things that they think will make them happy when really they're not in line with the values. Yeah, definitely. And the final one is actions speak louder than words. Um, that, that's one of the, the harshest truths, I think, that we can hear. Um, <laughs> You can say, oh, one day I want to achieve this and, and one day I want to do this. And I, it, it really, really hurts me to, to hear this sometimes and people never do it. And I'm like, why don't you just do it? Like, what, I, I was speaking, like, for example, someone was at the gym the other day and he was saying to me, I would love to go and go. It was skiing in the Alps. But one, one day I'll maybe get a chance to do it. And I said to him, I was like, what are you waiting for? Like, what is there anything stopping you from doing that? And he was mm -hmm. like, um, not really, no. I mean, my, my, my wife might not really want to do it, but not really. I said, well, have a look at it. Start doing a bit of research and see what you come up with. Honestly, a week later, he come up to me and said, Tyler, I'm going to the Alps in two months. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> But that's that's right though. Like so many, I'd like to do that. But then, like, what are you doing to get to that? Like, are you are you looking into it? Are you like you say? They're just words. Like so many things yeah. that we say, um, and yeah, we never we never actually go for it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I like that. Having, having that dream, having that goal, but taking action. What do you need to do to get to that? Don't overwhelm yourself with all the things that could go wrong, but actually just take one simple step. It might just be doing a bit of research and, and seeing, you know, could could I make this happen? And actually, what's stopping me? Is there anything from stopping me? Because a lot of the time, there really isn't. No, no, you're right. You're right. Absolutely love that. Um, <laughs> his wife will be going mental because he's booking her trips to Alps all the time now. She's like, cost me money. <laughs> <laughs> no but honestly I love that um so what do you think are a human need and what do you think we need to accept in life um so we have our psychological human needs which is your basics of obviously food water shelter um but if we just expand a little bit from that we've then got things like compassion um, and relationships, I, I find them to be very, you need to have them in life, um, you do, people that you can trust, people that you can count on, um, because they get you through some difficult times, and if we look at human actual DNA, we, we are from, from tribes, we are tribal people, and we're people that we, we aren't a single person. We, we need to be together as, as, you know, at least a group, a few of us, um, yeah. either single or, or on, your, on your own as, as a group. So you do need to have that. Um, and I also find another human need is to, to have a, a goal. 
um, and, and a passion because without having that, like they're things that get you up on the morning, they're things yeah. that you can be working towards. If you don't have that, what what are you wanting to achieve in life? Like what, what is it that you, you're wanting to, to be? What are you wanting to achieve? And I, I find having a goal, and it doesn't need to be a big yeah. goal, it, it can be anything, um, but I, I find as a human need, you need to know what you're working towards in life because we only get one. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it's actually on one of my podcasts, I think I talk about um, what I think are human needs. And I think I, I put in happiness, connection and purpose. I might not have actually even said any of them. <laughs> I might have forgot. But I'm sure I've said that along the line, but I'm sure one of them is along along the lines of that. But it's right. We need connection with people and we need purpose because I think if we a lot of people give up on life when they feel like they haven't got any purpose anymore. Um, and we all, we all need to be acknowledged. We all need to feel we, we are something um, in the world. And I think that if we give ourselves that purpose and that direction, it, it keeps us living and it keeps us living a well life. Um, so yeah, yeah. Love that. What, what was the next question, Sarah? So the next, was it on the, so yes, yeah, so I asked, well, what, oh, what, what do we need to accept in life? Mm. Biggest one for me is life won't always be easy, but yeah. also don't don't expect it to be. Yeah. We actually grow from struggles. We grow from going through difficult times. If life was easy, it would be boring. Trust me, like you would be bored. You you wouldn't have anything to challenge you. So we don't want that. Um, but, but life will be difficult, and there will be a part in every single person's life where you lose complete direction and everything gets on top of you, and you have no idea where you're going. And that can be a scary place to be. Mm-hmm. But you just have to live in that moment and work through it because it will get better. Yeah. Uh, you need to do a little bit of self-reflection. I like to do, I like to call this living in the dungeons. Um, so whenever that happens to me, it's like, right, I'm living in the, my mind dungeons right now. I need to figure this out. Um, and you always figure it out. Um, yeah, it, might take, it might take a couple of days. It might take a month, two months, a year. Um, but it will get better. Um, but yeah, life isn't always easy. Yeah, perfect. It's like um, I was actually talking. I think me and my friend were talking about it a while ago, and we ran about yin and yang. And it's like you've got to take the happy with the sad. But if you look at the yin and yang sign, you know you've got the you say the white fish and the black fish. But then inside the white fish is the black uh, black circle, and inside yeah. the black one is the white circle. So you're always going to have a bit of balance. So it's about, you know, having a happy, but with a little bit of sad, but having the happy, uh, having the sad, but a little bit happy. It's always going to be that way. Life will never be absolutely perfect. And if you constantly aim for a happy life, to live a happy life all the time, you're going to be disappointed <laughs> a lot of the time. And I think it's just about accepting life as it is um, and just be like, this is how I'm feeling now, like you say, how am I going to get myself out of it? How am I going to get myself in that right direction? When you go through the shit times, the good times feel really good. 
Yeah, that's, well, that's it. Like, imagine being happy all of the time. You'd get bored. <laughs> but it is, it's like anything, like something can be, you, you'd absolutely love something, but you, you get sick of it. Like I said this about, obviously, like I'd love to live somewhere in the lakes, like a beautiful house. But imagine if that was, you, you lived there all the time, you'd come out, you wouldn't appreciate what you were seeing every day. Um, you'd get to a point where you were, you know, it's it's just normal. It's normal to you. Yeah. Whereas, you know, living out here and then going to visit the lakes, you appreciate it every time you go. Then, yeah, you're so right. Yeah. So, is there anything that you remember from your childhood that stuck with you and helped you through life? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I have quite a lot of memories. I've got a lot of good ones, but I, I can remember my bad memories probably more. Um, and there was there was a lot of tough ones. I, I had quite a difficult kind of childhood, and that was through probably lost identity. I had no idea who I was, um, and it led me into a lot of trouble. It let me um, be quite aggressive, so I was fighting a lot. I was just completely lost and just couldn't seem to find my way in life. And I just kept hitting roadblocks and having to build myself back up from it. So I'd keep coming, I'd have no money. I would be living on the streets. I would be living at friends' houses, running away from home, from my mum and dad. Um, getting into so much trouble um, but actually that that process of going through that for the majority of my childhood from the age of 11 onwards has given me quite a lot of resilience in life it, it's given me the ability to be able to put things into perspective as well um, because no matter how hard things get as I said earlier, like it, it will get better. And I think one, once we realise that it can make things seem seem a lot better. Um, so it's given me that never quit attitude, I, I would I would say, by going through that and it's staying with me. But it did it did not work to my advantage, Sarah. It 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 really beat me for quite a lot of years because I couldn't yeah. deal with it. I was like, why is all of this stuff happening to me? What am I doing wrong? Um, and and then mental health hit. So my mental health hit the worst. I ended up in a mental hospital. Um, I, I just completely lost myself and I thought there was no coming back. Um, but it, it did, it built my resilience and it learnt me to, to deal with life. Yeah. No, thank you for sharing that. Um, and like you say, like you went through all of that and look at where you are now um like you're doing amazing um and it just shows that it doesn't matter where you are in life like you can be literally on the bottom but you can pull yourself back out of that you know you've got to have like you say you've it's give you that resilience to pull your life back together and be here where you are now um so no that's absolutely amazing so on to i think is it the last question no, I've got two more. Uh, so, what has been your biggest challenge in life and how did you overcome it? 
Okay, so you would maybe think that the SAS would be the most <laughs> difficult challenge of my life. But honestly, I found that process of going through the selection, um, I, I felt pretty, I handled it pretty well and I've been through worse, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I find emotional pain of life sometimes so much difficult than, than any kind of physical um, pain that, that the selection process put on me. Yeah. Um, so I have to say my, my biggest challenge was when I hit absolute rock bottom of my life at the age of 19. Yeah. Um, I got into trouble with the law. Um, I done a, a drugs run got caught on the way back and that then transpired into a drugs conspiracy where I ended up serving a, a prison sentence. Um, I also had my two boys. I had a home. I had a, a family, um, a partner at the time, and I lost everything. Um, I lost all of my trust with my family. Um, I lost myself. I lost money, house, I had nothing. Um, so that was the biggest challenge for me because I then had, I had to count on myself because no one could get me out of that mess that I was in. Like I, I was sitting in that jail cell on my own with nothing. I had just given birth to my youngest son. He was three weeks old and, and he was obviously, um, well, I was took away from him. Um, and I, I honestly can remember looking at the door and trying to think of ways how I could actually end my life because I just couldn't see any way out from that. Yeah. Um, and something happened to me probably on, on that night um, when I was trying to make plans to end my life. And it was like, you know, if I give up now, like that's me gone, like I don't have anything. Like I, I, I'm not here anymore. And I made a promise to myself and I, I promised to myself I would never ever get myself into that, that kind of situation again. And I'll try and my best to build up my life and my trust with, with family and, and, and people around me. And it, it was not an easy process. Um, when I got released in jail, from jail, I looked back at the gates and I, I said to myself, I am never coming back here. I'm turning my life around. Um, and that's what I had to do. I had to find myself a home to start with. I then had to buy, buy clothes where bearing in mind I had no money because I had no job. Um, so I then had to find work, employment. I had to begin studying like it, it was such a difficult process and it took years and years of, of building back up um this this was you know two years I managed to get a job um and then begin working up from that and that was the biggest challenge I've ever been through um with my mental health the way it was as well I had depression going on I had my anxiety and and, and everything um I thought my life was over um, but it just goes to show that when you, you do have struggles like that, it doesn't matter how bad it feels, like you really can turn things around. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think like you were literally on rock bottom there and you still managed to find just that little bit of light just to pull yourself back through. And 
you this is what I say to people all the time you know you are where you are now and your previous life has got you to where you are now but that doesn't need to carry on you can be somebody totally different tomorrow as long as you choose to take that direction um doesn't matter what you've done in life I say that everyone is able to make mistakes we continue will continue to make mistakes throughout our whole life but it's about owning them getting back up and proving to people that you aren't the mistakes and that you're somebody else um, and you did exactly that so that's amazing with every mistake there's lessons to be learned 100 100 so tyler um this is a last question so have you got any words a book or a passage that has changed your life Oh, this again is a difficult question. <laughs> but, yeah, if you could see them easy. <laughs> see these soap bubbles like coming out of my mind. It'd be pretty cool. Um, for quotes, I love quotes. Like I love motivational quotes. Um, I, I, I surround myself with them. I have them in my diary. So it'd be very difficult to pick just one. But I want to give some of the listeners something that they can um, look into and, and put into place that could help them. So a book that I will always remember and I read it every single year is a book called Relentless. Um, it's by Tim Glover. He's now got a second book out as well. I'm, I'm sure it's called um, Something Champion. So there's two books now. I've not read the second one, but that book Relentless is really inspiring there is some good messages in there and I would highly recommend reading it I'll have to give that a read um it sounds quite good I think I've got a list of books if you like from I've got a list of books in my notes that I need to get through I've still got a, a bookshelf full of books that I still need to get through but it's like I'll get recommended a book and I'm like, right, I need to get that one now. And then they end up reading it. And then I've still got books that I've still got from like two years ago that I still haven't read because I get excited about another book. But honestly, I I love books. Um, and if you'd asked me about four years ago to read a book, I'd have been like, no chance. No chance of my reading a book. Um, and I think it's just because I couldn't get my mind frame into it. It's like I had to get that right book to kind of get me in, if that makes sense. Um yeah. It's like red wine. I had to taste the right red wine to get me into red wine. Now I have to. Um, yeah, I think that books are a, a massive help towards self-growth. Like they they really do help towards your self-growth. I mean, you don't even have to read them, but audiobooks, you know, you've got audiobooks now where you can just listen to them, um, listen to them in the car journey. Um, but yeah, amazing. Uh, thank you so much for this and thank you for sharing your stories and every, all your questions that you've said today, Tyler. Absolutely amazing. Um, no. I think that you are an, an inspiring person anyways. Um, and yeah, keep doing what you're doing because you're smashing it. We ain't stopping yet. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't stopping yet. <laughs> Definitely <Yeah>. not. <laughs> So guys, thanks for listening to that. Um, it just shows that what you can achieve if you put your mind to it. Um, Tyler is an absolute inspiration um, and I hope you've enjoyed listening to her story. 
and I just want to thank Tyler for sharing that with us. So I just want to end the podcast on a little passage from a book. It may have taken a long time, but in the end it did not matter. After much healing through self-observation, she now had the strength, she now had the courage and the wisdom to wield her new magic with virtue. No longer did she run from her pain or her troubles. No longer did she allow delusions to capture her mind. No longer did she doubt that the greatest healer she has ever met is her own unconditional love. Thanks guys and remember to always keep smiling.